podcast everyone this is no spooks allowed i am at non underscore spooky and this is nsa underscore mod coming to you in stereo <laughs> are we still in stereo no okay um it, is it necessary for us to uh say the underscore um i guess it, the reason we did it was mainly for people that were trying to find us on twitter i guess mm. and um, i guess well, I guess maybe, I don't know, like, I've had mine blocked for, like, the past year and a half just because of, like, job-related purposes. I don't know if you leave yours open. Um, yeah, I leave mine open, but I don't ever post on it, so I, I'm not, like, worried. Yeah. I... Like, should I potentially lock mine? <laughs> no, I mean, because my job had an explicit, like, hey, we're going to look into your social medias. And I'm like, all right, well... I don't remember half of what I, like, agreed to. Oh, no, you know what? I do remember that I had um, retweeted a QAnon thing for an episode, so that way I can come back to it. Ah. Uh, um, but if you tweet QAnon stuff, you're guilty by association? Yes. I see. Um. So, yeah, I'd rather just kind of... I don't you're... Is your uh, Twitter hooked up to, like, actual emails? Um, my phone number, I believe. Oh, okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but, yeah, so I just uh, kind of avoided that entirely by just making it private. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, what, what were we talking about beforehand? Um, uh, Ukraine? Yes. And- how it's best to record a podcast in mono. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess... Oh, last week when we were ending, I was mentioning that uh, we should probably take a day, you know. Yeah. Like, um, My day is tomorrow. What are you going to do? Uh, probably go hiking down in a place that is very nice. That's but good. I can't say. I guess it narrows it. No, it doesn't narrow it down. You can go hiking anywhere, huh? Yeah. You can go yeah. hiking into the water if you wanted to. What? 
Is that a reference? No, as in you can just like basically commit suicide if you want to. Nothing stops you from just like hiking into uh, the ocean uh, forever. I got you. I got you. Um. So for me, I like after that conversation, like I started thinking, like I don't know, I've been thinking about like what was something that I wanted to do that I hadn't, and I mean, I kind of thought about like my childhood in a way. One of the things that I wanted to do a lot when I was young. Did we do this while we were recording? I believe I, we did, like, but it was like right at the end. It was like like last thirty oh. seconds. Um, but yeah, like what I wanted to do when I was younger was um, basically kind of do cinematography, like basically kind of just like record not necessarily movies, but just kind of record videos and what have you. So I bought like a camera. You know, say it again. Going to be the next Quentin Tarantino. No, no, no. Just, I mean, once again, it wasn't to, like, necessarily record movies, but just kind of to record, like, you know, like, videos of things. Kind of like, I don't know, scenic videos or stuff like that. So, I, see. I have a camera. You bought a camera? Yeah, that's coming on Friday. So, then I'm going to just, like, go out and film what stuff. camera? Like, is it, like, an old camera or? So, it is a DSLR that has video um, capabilities. It's a okay. Canon Rebel T5. So, like, cool, cool. it's not the, like, newest model per se, but it is, like, that um, that line was at least used to, like, make indie movies. So, I don't know. I, I figure that if anything, at least just mess around with it and just kind of, I don't know, fulfill young, like, uh, what do you call it? Yep. Like a narcissistic wants. Young mods wants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool. Um, so I, um, I don't like. Are you gonna also get into editing, or are you just strictly doing the filming portion of it, and then that's uh, that? So I was always into editing when I was younger. Um, when I was younger, I used to basically make like kind of political music videos. And political music. Yeah, like I would have like a music, and then like a, like I don't know, like some song that would be stuck in like in my head for like a while, and then I would set like either political clips to it. Um, so I got really into like editing like those clips in different ways when I was younger. Kind of, um, mm-hmm. I used it was like a. I mean, once again, really crappy technology of, like, Microsoft Movie Maker, but, like, okay. the amount of things that I did to, like, that program to get it to do what I want, like, I feel that, like, I did most things that, like, uh, like, I, I feel like I did things to that program that should not, like, have been within its reach. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. there was something like, oh, like, I'm just gonna put, like, my baby walking for the first time and then, like, send it to, like, a sibling whereas like i was able to like edit it to just do a lot of weird effects that necessarily were not like the purpose of it just because i i don't know that was something that i was i I guess when i was trying to sync it up to music i needed it to be like very precise and that was something that the program was not so yeah interesting um but yeah, so I would, uh, going back to last week, encourage anyone to take a day off to do, to pursue your passion, whatever it may be. Interesting. 
Well, I agree. That's I didn't mean to say interesting because that's usually what I say to as my filler word. But um, my filler word is plenty of different words. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah, I think I need to uh, pursue. The problem with my me is all my passions are very expensive, and I don't really have money at the moment. So. Well, I, I guess, like, if you consider Sorry. just a cheaper version of, like, any of those things, because I just went to eBay. Like, if you go to Amazon, that ca- that camera would cost you, like, $500. Sure. So, like, have you considered, so, uh, like, cheaper alternatives? Yes, the cheaper alternatives are just, like, cheap knockoffs. Like, it's not, so, I, I really like cars, and I like working on cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to be able to do that and to have a running car, you would need actual money to play with, I guess. Couldn't you necessarily um, buy like a cheapo, like $400 one and then hook it up and then like basically make, get your investment back. I don't know if you, uh, have seen the used car market at the moment, but I don't think you're finding anything under a thousand dollars. Well, I meant more like you find it for like, like this thing has probably been in like three crashes and the frame is messed up. Mm. that's a little more in depth than I want to get. It's more like I want to, it's running rough and I can get it running smoothly. And then like if major body work needs to be done, I, it's not really a, do you know, uh, Bill Burr? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, the comedian, right? Yes. So, like, one of the things was, like, oh, like, every year that he would pursue, like, an interest or what have you. So, like, if you listen to the podcast that he has, like, he got into flying, like, basically, like, flying a helicopter and then, um, like, different things. Uh, but eventually, there was a year where he got, like, he bought a um, carburetor off of eBay and basically mm-hmm. took it apart. And then his whole thing was to, like, reassemble it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that could be, like, a cheaper version of that, like... Getting like, I mean, I think I just I could switch it to motorcycles because motorcycles are relatively cheap and easy to work on. So, but you ever listen to car radio? Car radio? Yeah. Like, just FM radio? Is that what you mean? No, no, no. I used to when I was younger. I used to leave like the radio station playing, and there used to be like a show on Saturday mornings called like Car Talk. And then, like, people would just call in saying, like, oh, I got this problem on my car. Like, I've been fixing it for a while, but I still keep being like this. Like, what What should I be looking for? And I'm just like, you know, that's what this conversation is slowly reminding me of. Interesting. Yeah, I, I have not. Did you ever watch any, like, car TV? Yes, I did. Uh, specifically auctions. Oh, okay. I was thinking- Wait, that. Uh-huh. It's a little odd. I, I understand it's a little odd, but like I really liked watching uh, how much cars would go for to see how much I needed to make in the future in order to afford it. <laughs> uh, for me, when I was younger, also on Saturday mornings, um, Spike TV, and then previously, oh, uh, Spike TV was a good. Yeah, they used to have a thing called like they like they had like a thing was like the the morning block, and it would just be like four different car shows. And like one of them was like trucks, 
And I always had the memory of that show in my head, like, for a long period of time. Because it was so, like, you had this guy named Stacy, and he was such, like, a nice, like, he just seemed like a guy, like a dad. But then, like, all the things around it was always, like, very exaggerated to try and, like, I guess maybe appeal to, like, Spike TV or something. Mm. So then it just, like, um, you're just like, all right, well, like, here's a word from our sponsors. And then I was like, working with Jags. Come on down to Jags and get all your merchandise needs. It's just like, where it's just like so exaggerated, but he's like so soft spoken by comparison. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's what, like, as I said, this is starting to remind me. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I haven't thought about Spike TV in a long time. Yeah, it went terrible quickly. Does it exist though? I'm pretty sure it does, but it's just probably no longer, like, what it was meant for. Like, I mean, like, the whole thing yeah. was, like, oh, it was, like, TV for men. But, like, it was just, like, a very stereotypical idea of what a man was. Um, but I had a conversation with someone actually about that a couple of days ago because um, I, I recently got an allergy test. And part of that is, like, they uh, shove needles into your arm and then basically see how much you get infected. Oh, jeez. And... But, like, it brought up the conversation about, like, Japanese TV, or, like, Japanese TV, but Japanese uh, tattoos, where part okay. of the whole thing is that they take a needle and then they just hammer it into you. Oh, jeez. Have you seen that? I have seen that, and um, it's lots of, like, tribal, uh, like, what's the uh, politically correct term for it? Uh, Pacific Islander. They also do it the same, like, similar. Stick and poke, basically. Which, like, I mean, according to like, the whole tattoo, it was a show on tattoos, like, the whole thing was like, oh, like, for the first tattoo that I want to do for the show, is like, I want to get, like, the most painful one. And it's just like, basically, it's like a 12-hour session of just getting, like, just hammered into your skin. Which, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was interesting TV that you were not seeing on other channels at the time. Yeah. Um, one of the things I remember on Spike TV is uh, it was like a Japanese game show called Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Yes. Did you ever watch that? Yes, oh my gosh, that was, that was great. Great stuff. So, Did, Didn't they also have like um, American Gladiator on there? Uh, I think they brought it back and then Hulk Hogan brought it back for like a different version. I think it was in a different channel. Mm -hmm. But then they also aired, like, Ninja Warrior a lot. Ninja Warrior is a... They still have American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, but I think they were airing the, like, original Japanese Ninja Warrior first. And then they made an American Ninja Warrior afterwards. Mm. But uh, to go back to um, Most Extreme Elimination. Um, so, in Japan, the, the show is called Takeshi's Castle. Um... And okay. the guy who ran it, I believe his name is uh, Dean Takeshi, but he is very cynical, at least towards people. And like one of the things that like he made a video game called like, Takeshi's Castle. And like the whole thing was to try and reinforce the idea that you should probably just quit playing video games. And so it just punished <laughs> okay. you to like in anything that you did. So like. 
basically like there would be like a situation where like the only way to like proceed forward like is if you press a button like a thousand times specifically like not more or less so it just like yep. it, it did a lot of things that was like really obnoxious to try and get you to turn off but that's neither here or there but the like speaking of that guy uh supposedly he wants to do another run of takeshi's castle which is also what most extreme elimination was based off of so there is a okay. chance that we could get a revival. Sweet. Um, would you ever want to be a contestant on one of these game shows? Uh, I I mean, I feel like I would, only in a sense because I feel like some of them are kind of fun, like the one where the walls are false. Like, uh, the doors mm-hmm. are false, where so, like, the whole thing is you have to, like, kind of dive through the through the door, and then, but, like, yeah, yeah like, I think some of those are fun, or like the ones where, like, I mean, I guess there's one. There's like it's like twenty different doors, and you're trying to work your way out to this giant maze. Um, and it is also that giant, like, uh, what do you call it? Um, the the mountain where you're trying to like where there's boulders coming down. Hmm, I know that one. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't remember what they're called, but like. Oh, there's also <laughs> the one where the stones are false, or like you're like like uh, skipping on rocks, but like some of them are actually stiff, and then the other ones are just like uh, like foam. So like, there's a good chance that like if you land the foam one, you just like sink completely. Uh, yeah. they, they have it on Tubi, I believe. So like, if you want to watch like the episodes for free, they're available online. Oh, yeah. oh I might actually watch those later. Actually, I'll watch Jackie Brown before I watch that. Okay. Yeah. It's been two months since I said I'd watch Jackie Brown. Yes. Oh, jeez. My bad, my bad. So, uh, I guess um, with that... um, Getting political. Ukraine, yeah. Uh, You sent me over some green... Faces. Faced people. Yes. So, the reason, as we were talking before, was that um, CNN, for the first time on their end, uh, talked about Ukrainian committed atrocities during this war, um, mm-hmm. which some people would interpret as like, oh, like, is this the beginning of, like, Ukraine losing its goodwill? Because, I mean, like, as long as, like, it was just Russia showing that they were terrible, then at that point, it's easy to just view them as the evil empire. Um, yeah. So, but now we're like, say CNN actually posted something about like, oh, like I think it was like some guy getting like stuck to a lamppost, which is like for some reason a common abuse that uh, Ukraine does is just like basically uh, like duct taped them to lampposts to just like starve to death or like just like freeze to death. Um, but I mean, at the same time, like if you go on Twitter, it wouldn't be that hard for you to find a lot of different like videos or clips of like. Ukrainians like stabbing people in the eye or like basically like cutting into people's backs and things like that. Like it's not like they have been clean so far. Um, but I, but with that article, I had shown you that this is a practice going back all the way to 2014 that at least it was documented back then where like they would take, I forget what the type of liquid is, but it's like, it's like some form of, didn't they say it was like a? I thought I read it was like some medicine. Yeah, it's like some like iodine or something like that. But it specifically stains you uh, green 
for like months. But then at the same time, if it gets in your eye, it blinds you. So like, I mean, it's basically the as I mentioned, like the equivalent of like in um, in in the UK where they do acid attacks, like there, like they like in these Slavic countries, they throw these like this iodine liquid at you, and then at that point, it's supposed to like shame you, like for people that steal, like they pour it on their hands, so then that way everyone knows this guy's a thief. Interesting. Uh, um. Do they use this? Like, are you? Do you know the use of this? Um, medically, medically, yeah. I I wouldn't know. I imagine that probably like in conjunction with something, it probably. I'm gonna take a guess. Could be completely wrong. That like it probably is helpful in terms of like, um, for surgery purpose. So that way they know where to go. In that way, like, that's my assumption. Like, if I had to guess what would be the purpose of staining someone's skin for a long period of time, I would say that it's probably to say, like, hey, this guy's probably going to have medical surgery a lot. This is where you need to, like, go into specifically. Interesting, because um, I, I have a acquaintance that they were injected. So they had to take a CAT scan and in order for them to see what they were doing in the CAT scan, they had to dye the area with iodine. And so they injected him with iodine. So I wonder if it's, it's the same dye that they use to keep inside or to, to show up on CAT scans or whatnot. So I don't know. Once again, I'm not a doctor. So I just remember it is just a terrible thing that they do to each other. But uh, For someone who's not a doctor, you sure have a lot of opinions on uh, COVID. You mean that, uh, I mean, wait, you're more on the negative side than I am. I know, I'm just joking with you. But also, COVID's supposed to make it a comeback. It's a disease that won't die. <laughs> It's making a comeback? How so? Like, what did you see? So, everyone is basically saying that, like, so in Japan, they started, not Japan, in China, they started uh, putting a bunch of things, like in Shanghai, like, the numbers are going, like, astronomically up. So then the idea is mm. that, like, oh, if it's happening there, more than likely it's, like, just a delayed amount before it starts happening here again. So that more than likely the, like, mask mandate may be coming back to certain places. Another way to solve this would just be to bar anyone from China to come to your country. But but are, are they going to do that? No. I don't believe so. I mean, at this point, uh, also Joe Biden seems to be losing every political will, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, did we ever talk about, we were having a in-depth conversation about um, open borders. Did we ever talk about that on? Uh, I think... Briefly, but I think that you were on the... No, you know what? I don't think that we actually talked about it on the podcast. I think it was just purely text. Yeah. So, so you had the wrong opinions I, and I had the correct ones. Interesting. <laughs> um, I don't think we have disagreeing opinions, actually. Uh, in that argument you did. You seem to yeah. have the libertarian, ah, say la vie, like, live and let live. Let people come into your country and kill everyone. 
Mm, not exactly. Like, my issue with the argument was, um, first off, I think we need the background. We should uh, give the void the background of some what we were talking I think it was some yeah, article some, about like a, I think it was like a twelve-year-old girl that they had found like I think it was like twenty different like traces of semen in her, but like, uh-huh. but she was at the border and part of the the article was like that semen only remains inside of a person for like twenty-four hours, so to show that like this is probably like she was suffering a lot before she even got there. Yeah, and she said this is. Um this is open borders fault, mm-hmm. which I disagreed with because I don't believe that we do have open borders. And I, on the other hand said that I'm pretty sure that we do. Interesting. Interesting. I don't like, I don't know how to quantify um, the amount of spending we do on our border security with having open borders you know so my argument was that even like let's say if what you're saying that like let's say we spend a lot of money we're not Mm -hmm. doing a appropriate job with what we could be doing with that money and like the things that we should be doing congress is not voting for because they will legitimately stop the flow of traffic yeah so, like, part of the issues is that, A, we don't have enough judges at the border, so then what happens is that you then have a bunch of people that make it to the country, and then at that point are given a court date, and it's just like, all right, come back in three years, because this is how backed up we are, and then at that point we can determine if you're going to go to jail or not, or be kicked out of the country, to which it, only the dumbest of dumbest would come back to that court date. I mean, at that point you have three years to basically integrate within the U.S., and do everything you need to get like a uh, license and what have you. So, I mean, there's that end. And then you also have the fact that like the borders are not actually borders. I mean, even the border that like Trump was able to get passed through Congress was like a bullard that like, it was still like, I mean, relatively like you can still fit your body through it. Like it wasn't like impossible. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't fit an American in it, sure, but, like, for the most part, any other country outside of the world, you can have them go through. Interesting. Um, so, are you of the opinion that Trump was doing the correct thing then, and that's what we need to go back to, or we need a revamp 100%? I think that Trump was, like, partially doing the correct thing, but he was hampered by what Congress would allow. Because, I mean, he mm. had provided, like, Congress, like, I think it was, like, seven different things, and Congress chose the cheapest of them. Um, like, they were more expensive ones that at that point would have secured the wall better, um, or at least the, the, the border better, but Congress chose the cheapest possible route. Um, for, first, they chose that, hey, that we should reinforce... The, the borders that we did have, which were basically like, I don't know what you call those things, where it's just like, it's like two sticks, like, or not two sticks, but like two boards, and then like, there's a bunch of barbed wire in between. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what that's called. 
Yeah, like, I don't know, like, if you saw it, like, it's one of those things that you saw in, like, war movies, like, oh, like, this is what we use to protect the front lines or what have you. But, like, they're not that tall. They're, like, maybe, like, four feet at best, and, if anything, an inconvenience to just hop over. Yeah. And all you need to do is just put a very thick coat on it, and then you can easily just, like, jump over it. But he had reinforced that first and then afterwards then like go back and then pull those like the, the existing ones out and then put up what you call it uh, uh, the the parts of the walls that he was working on so like the amount of things that he had to agree to to even get the, the like thousand or so miles that he got was like not like, it was it was always going to be hampered it was sure. a start, but not like the ideal way to go about it. I see. Um, but yeah, so like the but then one of the arguments that we had was like, um, are people not like, oh, like does building a wall mean that you then keep everyone in? And the idea would be no, is just that you're creating points of which everyone has to escape as opposed to like, um, just leaving giant open, like, craters for people just to walk through. Sure. So, if you do have to get out in a hurry, like, say, I don't know, uh, Biden is reelected, despite all the political uh, saying contrary, um, and he decides to go full globalist on us and you no longer want to live in America. Like, but you have to pass through these checkpoints and they look through, they, they like monitor all your social media or whatever. And they see that oh, they have a no spooks allowed podcast on, on there. And so you're not allowed through like, is like, is my reasoning off or were you planning on crossing the river grand like by yourself? No, no, I'm just saying, like, if you need to get out, but yeah, they're monitoring. Like, if you like, were going to get out, like, what other ways besides on a car and a road were you planning? Like, were you going to go through the river that separates, like, like between America and Mexico? Or, like, were you planning, like, walking through the no, desert? No, currently there is no, um, there is no wall in the Baja Desert, so you could escape out through the desert you could do the Baja 500 through it so but like, you'd end up but in- that's what I'm saying like are you gonna go through the desert and then just like hope that you you A your car doesn't mess up or B that you don't like dehydrate all through it I see I see um I don't know like I haven't really given this thought but wouldn't that be the like where if we're building miles and miles and miles of fence that are to keep people out, what can they necessarily be used to keep people in? Like hypothetically, that but then the, the methods that you would have to escape are not necessarily conducive for human travel anyway. Mm. So like if you were going to go, I guess, by I guess that just creates black markets and then more abuses is created there. So, yeah. So, like, I, I feel that, if anything, the idea would be that you then have, 
like, hey, if you finish the wall, then at that point you then can create a better checkpoint system. Um, I mean, like you can create, like, I mean, if you want it to be like Sibnat, you can go uh, along the lines of like, okay, like we'll create a very like streamlined, like immigration process where at that point it doesn't take that long to become a citizen or leave the country. I mean, you could go down that route if you wanted to, where at that point, like, let's say the application process is no different than just becoming, like, than getting a credit card. Um, mm. But. Right. And so this is where we are in agreement. But I I just struggle to think that we need to give the government more power to monitor citizens or, like. But that's also then the argument that I was making, where it's like, if you had a unified wall where it made it impossible to go through that would reduce the amount of like police or like a uh, border patrol that you have because i mean at that point the wall would be doing its job i see so like it so there's be, an in, it, go ahead. in your eyes there's an initial investment and then after that it it kind of takes care of itself yeah, like, to me, the way that I would view it would be, like, if you legitimately invested in, like, a border wall, then at that point, it would, in time, I mean, if you had, an, a, a, like, an actual, like, accountable department, reduce itself down to, like, a parks and rec type situation where, like, okay, like, you have a park ranger for, like, 3,000 miles, that at that point, like, he's looking over, over this entire area. More than likely, the, like, he's not going to have a lot of issues. Similarly, like, you could have, like, a Border Patrol agent for, like, every 500 miles. And at that point, with, like, either the use of cameras or type of, like, maybe drones, reduce the amount of, like, actual border agents that you ever need. Because the idea would be that it would be such an inconvenience that no one would really be coming through and you're just like, at most, just pretty much doing upkeep to keep the, the wall safe. Mm. Uh, I mean, it worked for China and the Mongolians. <laughs> Look at China now. Uh, I mean, does anyone consider Mongolia to be a uh, competitive country? No. There you go. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. You're saying look at China compared to Mongolia. In terms of they, they built the wall to keep Mongolia out, and then Mongolia wasn't <laughs> able to come in. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, I do think we need a better system, but like I just get hung up with like, are you against the Patriot Patriot Act or not? Like, I am. Right, so like that gives the government extra power to monitor citizens, and like I feel like this would fall into similar categories as Patriot Act stuff. But to me, this would be purely not citizens; it would be everyone that is a foreigner. Sure, now, but like with everything that's happened in this last year, you don't see the switch happening ever. Uh, I think that is the like a situation where like you're saying oh, if we're making all these things against, like, to protect us from invaders, can we equally just put these as, like, um, to then eventually be used in citizens? And, I mean, I guess that could be a thing. 
but I feel like that's being naive. Like, I guess obviously, like um, the whole terror war. Like, we're gonna go get these terrorists because they hate us for our freedom. Is now being turned inwards on Trump supporters. Like, I don't think the logic is sound. Like, oh, we're just gonna use it to keep these people out. We'll never, ever, ever like. There's never ever a situation that could arise that. Okay, but then um, when you're saying that we're using it on Trump supporters, what specifically are you referring to? Because if you're saying like, like the January sixth stuff. Okay, but like specifically in, in like what instance? Like, are you saying in terms of denying of like financial stuff? Because then at that point, that would be like private institutions. No, no, no. I'm saying like. Um, all these January 6th rioters that um, are being held, like specifically like the shaman, I believe he's still in solitary confinement and has been since he was apprehended uh, January 6th, 2021. Um, and they're doing uh, investigations much like or they're having committees doing investigations that are researching or looking for domestic terrorists much like they were doing they had committees looking for, or not domestic terrorists, like terrorist cells in, in relation to Al Qaeda and all those people. So does that make sense? Like, so, I mean, at at that point, like it, it's a mixture of like the, the broadening of what terrorist is, but like that definition would have existed since like the 2000s like or in fact i think probably even before that because like that would have been like around branch davidian like expanding of like terrorism and things like that because of like right like the point being the government never stays like static in what they do like they're always going to expand their power and what's to say like oh we're just going to keep these people out use it to keep these people out but Oh, actually, we need to monitor everyone using this same power that we've given this uh, this agency. So, sure, but then I, I think about like the the, man, the the vaccine mandates and stuff like that, where it's like, I mean, I mean, people on your end for the most part argue that the government was overreaching, but at the same time, there's been plenty of states that have just said, "No, we're done with this." So, mm-hmm. like, I think that not everyone has to succumb to the will of the federal government. That's true. Uh, but like, I'm just saying like, like the, this, if you give, you have the, the, I mean, sorry to interrupt, but I mean, you have the idea that right. like, we're all, uh, like a giant experiment of different States. And at this point, sure. you, and I, I agree with that. And I'm happy to see that this is happening. However, like the track record is not, not that good. It's not good because a lot of people are convinced that terrorism is always going to exist. But like in certain situations, like say the vaccine mandates were like enough of like, like a communication occurred where people were able to see that. And at that point you can like have an opposition to that language. Similarly, like now people are saying like, Oh, like, Oh, that's like the trans bathroom thing, things like that. Like, say, during the Obama administration, this was stuff where, like, all right, like, it was just passing through and no one was questioning it. Whereas, yeah. like, I mean, now, I mean, to also kind of show how, like, feckless of a leader Biden is, like, you have enough Republican opposition where they're not even afraid to, like, do these type of things. 
Um, did you see, I don't want to like leave this topic, but I was just going off of your feckless Biden comment. Um, did you see the video of him like wandering around after his speech yes. and no one talking to him? Yes. Yeah, that was sad. And yeah. him like clinging on to Obama and Obama was like, eh. Yeah. Um, which I would also say like that to me is like a, a bigger demonstration of like, no one, I don't think, views him as a genuine leader. Because, like, all these people went into their own circles and everyone, like, did not have any interest in communicating with him. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I view that no different than, like, like, hey, Obama was not president anymore. And, like, consider how many people are circling around him in that video. Right. And, like, not only that, but then, yeah. like, off in the distance, you then have, like, Nancy Pelosi. And then she has, like, an entire circle around her. Are you under the impression that uh, people really want Obama to be the president again, or like whoever Obama chooses, or like what? What do you make of that? I view it that Obama has never stopped having political capital within like the Democratic Congress. I see, and I think that if there was a way where if he could become like head of what do you call that? Like, um, not, ma- not majority whip or what have you, like the majority leader for like Democrats or what have you, mm-hmm. that he would hold way more power than Obama. No, than Obama, than, uh, than uh, Biden right now. Sure. Like, he would like get all the Democrats in line, which basically Biden has not been able to do and get them to do a lot of things, but I don't think that Obama wants to basically reduce himself down to that role. Interesting. Um, but yeah, like I, to me, I like, once again, I, I go back to the idea, like Biden has pretty much been a feckless leader where it's just like, he, he doesn't mean anything on the political stage in the world. And even at home, like, no one, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to uh, maybe be more restrained in this idea, but I would say that, like, that whole, I, you, you never watched, uh, what do you call it, uh, The Simpsons, but the whole, like, Let's Go Brandon, like, really reminds me of, like, Boo Earns, which was a thing in, uh, the Simpsons. Uh, it makes sense if you if you know that reference, but yeah, like I don't know that reference. So, <laughs> so essentially, in in uh, the Simpsons, they do this entire thing where they're they have like a independent movie. Like everyone in town gets to like have like their version or like like make their own movie, and they're gonna have this giant like Sundance festival for it. So, like, mm-hmm. everyone makes a bunch of, like, different things like that. But Mr. Burns, who is basically kind of like the worst guy in this town, makes this entire movie where he's made to look like Jesus. But, like, everyone <laughs> sees through that and is, like, really disgusted by it. So, yeah. when it shows on the theater, everyone is basically saying, like, boo Burns. But, like, he, on the other hand, is so, like, out of touch where it's just, like, are they saying Boo Burns or are they saying Boo Earns? And his assistant is like, Boo Earns. So, <laughs> like, 
that to me is like, I mean, it wasn't, you know what? It was actually, what you call it? Christmas. Where, like, uh, Joe Biden himself said, let's go Brandon. Like, he is so out of touch with the criticisms and stuff I got against him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Like, I, I think, like, he is so, like, kept in a, in a vacuum of, like, criticism and things like that that, like, I, I, it is. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I've never seen a president like that prior. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, so, like, I would uh, say, one step further. I would say, like, George Bush was so aware of the criticism around him that he created free speech zones where at that point you can only protest hundreds of miles away from him. So, like, I think presidents in the past have been aware of the criticism and have, like, done different things to, like, redefine their criticism, whereas Mm -hmm. he, on the other hand, just, like, no acknowledgement because no one ever tells him anything. He just reads from the script wherever he's told. I see. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. But, um... It's always... If... If we if we want to hop back to the uh, immigration thing, I I don't know where we left off there, but you were saying that it was going to be used against like American citizens. Yeah, but I also agree with you that um, we're starting to break up more as these individual territories, and I I like to see that. So I I, I think that with the maybe the one benefit of the internet is that it has at times prevented like America from being a giant monolith mm-hmm. with the exception of Ukraine. Like the whole, Hey, we're behind Ukraine regardless. Like this type of mindset I find to be weird. Whereas yeah. everything else America kind of has like taken sides on. Or like, like at least has been more and more divisive. Like this is kind of like the first time in a while where like I've seen that unification again, and that seems really yeah. weird. So, yeah, I agree. To kind of maybe go back one bit further, you said that you wanted to talk about like the political atrocities that Ukraine was going through. Ah, uh, I I wouldn't call them atrocities, but um, the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the thing that's being pushed in the media is. Um, they are bastion. They're like a bastion of democracy in the the Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they're pushing, correct? Basically, yeah. Um, however, it has come out like a mainstream news report. I need to find it, but I may like I can't remember if it was CNN, but it was like equivalent of like last page news. No one's no one's looking at it. No one's caring at that point. Um, but they, Ukraine has, in the past month, I believe, silent or banned the opposition political party, who was also against the Russians invading. So, like, it didn't really make sense. And then they've absorbed a whole bunch of media outlets into state-owned media, mm-hmm. and they're silencing dissidents, basically. So, if they're a bastion of democracy, why are they doing these things that are very much anti-democracy? Um, because what, uh, 
America has slowly defined democracy to be is a one-party state. <laughs> and I would like anyone to disagree with me on that. Um, well, what is your argument? So I, I do believe that because anything that is um, touted as pro-democracy is pro-democrat, specifically. So There's that, but then there's also the idea like Think about all the accusations on Twitter or like or or Facebook or anything like that. How mm-hmm. dare you allow a second opinion in any argument? Sure. So like at, at this point in time, like anyone that is saying they're pro democracy pretty much is just saying I'm pro one party and that's it. Like I only want one voice. I want a homogenization of everything cuz I don't want to think anymore. Yeah. So I once again I, I go back to the idea. I want anyone to disagree with me on this point. I don't. I don't think anyone could disagree with you in good faith. Like I, I think like in a weird way, like democracy and iPhones go hand in hand. Like I, democracy and I. Like it's just like listen. I like at this point in time, I don't want to think anymore. Like there's like a billion androids out there. And there's like one iPhone, and I know what the next iPhone is. That's all I want. I see. I believe you've actually brought this up before. I, I mean, I'm. It is. All these opinions slowly come together. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to our entire archive, you'll you'll hear the progression, or you'll hear the fine, or how would I say this properly? You'll you'll hear the delicate weaving of ideas all coming together and a pining for the monolith to just destroy humanity. That is uh, something we haven't talked about in a minute or brought up in a minute. Yes. Also, we haven't brought up Jack Ma who has still, Oh just... my God. Still <laughs> uh, no movies on that. I, I'm all right. You know, now that I'm here, I'm going to look up what has happened to, Julian Assange, because I have not heard about him since he supposedly has gotten, um, like, Alzheimer's or something. Yeah, he was, he was driven insane. Let's see. Um, the last news was on December 21st that I saw, saying that he can be extradited. Um... Uh, March 14, it says that he was dealt a legal blow as he fights extradition to the U.S. Uh, Like, he died? Is that what that means? No, that basically, like, that, uh... If convicted, Assange Lawyer says he could face up to 175 years in jail. Oh, jeez. So... I mean, I don't know. You tell me what the, like, why, like, I, to me, I just kind of imagine that either he commits suicide or, like, on the way to America, he gets, like, cyanide poisoning. <laughs> so, like, America can never look like they were the bad guys and just like, oh, because of his weak state, he died. But, like, we were basically just going to torture him forever. Or we're going to make it seem like he died on the plane and then we're going to still torture him forever. 
like we're going to use whatever that technology is where you can basically suffer eight months, like for eight hours is like a thousand years in your brain and then do that mm. until he dies. Oh boy. So yeah, I, I what Jack Ma is currently being subjected to, correct? Yeah. I mean, Jack Ma is suffering that to think, I mean, at this point, we're like what, it's been like two years or what have you since like that's happened to Jack Ma. So that, like, what? Mm-hmm. That would be, like, millions of years. He has gone through the span of, like, our entire existence, like, in his mind, just being tortured. Like, he, like, the, the amount of time that humanity has taken to see, like, dinosaurs, like, disappear, like, all this, like, evolution occur, he has lived that for the past two years in pain. Starting to sound like a humanitarian, bud. I, uh, I, I don't know what, uh, I guess we can consider society to be when anyone that speaks legitimate truth is, like, tortured like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, think about, like, uh, like, people on Twitter that just, like, do, like, dumb comments and then get, like, a billion retweets. And, like, people then just kind of, like, oh, this person is so powerful by, like, saying this stuff and things like that. And, like, they're so brave. But, like, meanwhile, like, anyone that actually, like, defies the status quo is, like, black-backed and disappeared and basically has, like, their teeth crushed, every bone in their body disintegrated and, like, boiled alive just for like saying like hey i don't think that we should like be going to war with this country like you say anything negative about like the the military industrial complex that's like that is the opinions that you can never have it is a multi-billion yeah. dollar industry that will never allow you to say one thing bad about it yeah um the- when you said getting your teeth crushed, that uh, sparked some pain receptors for some reason for me because I have smashed my teeth before and it is not fun. Yeah. And like that is just a mere introduction of like what it would be like when you start defying like the people in actual power. Mm. I don't know. It's just, I. The concept of freedom at, at this point seems so, like, farcical. Like, it just seems like a giant joke. I I don't... Once again, I, I go back to the idea, like, democracy is just a, a, a one-party system at this point. And, then, and anything else is basically, like, what, fascism? <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's just like... I, I don't like. I, I don't know where you where else you go. Like it's kind of like all right. If you don't agree to having uh like a central bank in your country, you're a fascist. If you don't agree to have like kids have like puberty blocked and like get molested, you're a fascist. Like if you don't agree to like oh 
maybe we shouldn't be injecting kids at birth with like 300 different injections. You're a fascist. Like, it's it just like, if you have any like contrary opinion to what science is deemed to be accurate for that day, you are a fascist. So it's just like, I, I don't see how we can ever live in a free society going forward where it's a mixture, uh, I mean, I don't know, techno-science fascism, where it's just like, it, it's like the disbursement of information goes so quickly that like before it ever gets corrected, that's what everyone believes. So yeah. then at that point, like, uh, like oh, like this person doesn't agree with the hive mind or what have you. I, I don't know, like I... I remember there was like some meme I was looking at on my phone that I had like from like months ago where it was just like, it, I, I don't know, I think it was the one with that cat or what have you where it just says like, oh, you don't agree with the science. And it's like, you only agree with the TV. Like, I, I none of these people ever read any of the studies. Like, if you ever have them like have a actual discussion about that whole like VAR system like that, like adverse reaction, like sci- like scientific reporting, what have you. Like none of them ever yeah. really have a good understanding about how it works, and then like also not like willingly understand like how broken that system even is when it does work. So it's just like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I feel that like once again like the the that old adage of like uh, hell is paved with good intention is what society has become for the past, like, 15 years. Where it's just like, we need to feel good, and we need to feel good about everything, and we can't allow any sad thoughts, or else you're going to be basically microdosed with, like, antidepressants until you commit suicide, and then you're no longer a problem for me. Interesting. Um... The other issue I've been running into lately is, um, along with your just agreeing with the TV, is these people they don't even t- take the time to like verify, mm-hmm. and that's that's my biggest issue, I'd say. Um, I mean, I guess uh, like there's that. I, I don't know. Now that you you mentioned about the whole verifying thing, for some reason this reminds me of. Um, Last. Like the, the big example, like this is like literally fluff compared to what um, they could be talking about. Um, the don't say gay bill specifically. Yes. Like, would you agree that that's basically just fluff at this point? Like, no one, you shouldn't take that seriously, and anyone that's reporting on it is uh, like distracting. That or just basically being like. Um not being intellectually honest about what they're, what's actually happening. Sure. So that being said, um, I've had multiple conversations about like, Oh, they're like not allowed to say gay and, or something to that effect. And I'm like, have you read the bill? Like, have you read the actual wording? So the television is, is intentionally deceptive and they're banking on the fact that no one wants to actually do their research. So, there's that, and then uh, I guess when you brought up the whole, like, um, the no one does any verification thing, it reminds, like, I guess part of that is then you start going into this whole route of, like, memory holding, of that, like, mm. 
I don't know, this country does a lot. And do you know who Eva Ockerlin is? No, was she memory hold? Yes, I mean, she's been memory hold forever. Uh, in 2017, basically, uh, there was a terrorist attack in Stockholm where a truck basically went through and, like, just ran everyone over. And, like, she pretty much was just disintegrated. Okay. Yeah, so basically she was 11 years old, and this week was, like, the, the five-year anniversary to her dying. And... But then someone uh, showed, like, a picture of, like, what Sweden was like the following day in the exact same street. And it was just, like, business is normal. Like, no one did anything different. Like, a girl really? literally got split in two, like, in the middle of the street. And everyone just went about their day no different. And, like, how Sweden was on that day is no different than what Sweden is like now. Like... The, the way that, like, uh, the, the society has gone where it, we can't think about negative things and everything that, like, questions the idea of globalization and, like, basically, like, what diversity means and all these type of things. Like, all these things we just memory hold. Like, we can't talk about criticisms. Like, we can only talk about good things. And the good things are always just led to, oh, we get more food, and then we get music, and then we get, like, uh, what? Like, I don't know. Uh, just funny accents that we can listen to, and it's just, like, not any conversations about, like, hey, maybe not everyone agrees with each other. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, to me, it, it, it just, uh, that, it brought up that, that, that she died five years ago, and it was like, that was a pretty messed up thing, but then it's just like, like, that's the society that we live in, where it's just like, it was a pretty startling image of her basically split in half, and then just like, I don't know. Business is normal the next day. Yeah. And business is normal or, ever since. Business is normal probably a couple hours after she was cleaned up. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a crazy world we live in, and uh, to speak at the monolith, uh, is it growing ever present? Is it in your estimation, I should say, is it growing more and more prevalent or has it taken a receding step or whatever? I think what it's do you being think? Eclipsed. Like it's, it's like nothing, it's, like it's never disappeared. It's just like, all right, like now we're just talking about other things and it's just like, all right, but like it is descent has been always consistent. Mm. Um, huh? On a side note, slightly reminding me of this is uh, I, I watched a movie last night called house of the devil and uh, I would recommend it. Okay. What's it about? It is house of the, devil. the devil's house. <laughs> um, like it's about Satan's uh, humble abode. No, it's, it's about a girl. It's a movie that takes place like in the eighties or what have you in the middle of the satanic panic. And like, oh, the whole thing, okay. The whole thing is that uh, she gets a babysitting job because uh, she needs to make a down payment on a house, uh, which the down payment on that house was three hundred dollars, and that blew my mind. Oh, oh my goodness! When was this made? Oh, it was made like like twenty fourteen or something like that. But once again, like the idea was, it's supposed to be like in the eighties. Okay. So if you think about like boomer parents like oh back in my day i was able to buy a house when i was 18 and what have you and like i also had a car and all these things yeah 
$300 down payment is a pretty easy thing to go by. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, anyway, I, I would say it is probably like a four and a half. I've watched that movie multiple times over the years, and I still enjoy it. Oh, you watched it a couple times? Yeah, I've seen that movie, I think, probably like six times already since, uh, like, I think 2012. Or I think whatever the year that it came out, I forget. It's like early 2012 or 2013. I've seen it at least like six times since then. Okay. What uh, streaming services is it on, or do you just own it? Uh, I bought it. Uh, it's on Peacock, but I didn't want to watch it with commercials. And it's also on Tubi, and uh, I am uh, I think the IMDb one. So yeah, like it's on several different streaming services, but I just bought it. Okay, I'll I'll watch Jackie Brown, and then I'll watch. Uh, oh shoot, what was that called? The Japanese game show. Takashi's oh, Castle? Uh, yeah, so Most Extreme Elimination. Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. That's what it's called. Yes. And then I'll watch House of the Devil. So, yeah, they have, I think, all three seasons of MXC. If, uh, cool. If you watch it, but yeah. So, uh, also, they have, they had an episode that came out in 2014, which was supposed to be based on the election. So it was, like, Republicans, Democrats, and then, like, the Green Party. Uh, I watched that like in 2020. It was it was pretty dumb, and the ending is pretty dumb. But I don't know, still kind of holds up. Okay. I, I like <laughs> it's such a good show. Which most extreme elimination? Yes. Like it's okay. like it is the uh, what's that show called? The the Pacific Rim of TV shows. Exactly. I was going to say, it's quintessential man's, man's television show. Yeah, like, it's just, like, dumb fun, and it's just, like, you, you get to watch people get hurt, and then at the end, there's, like, one team wins, and that's all. Like, And then it's just the same thing on loop. That's what matters. Yeah. Brainless, brainless fun. All right, man, I got to get going. So, um, with that, uh, I guess, um, any ending thoughts? Jackie Brown, um, if you didn't already, two months ago. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to review it next week. And uh, remember to take a day for yourself and follow your choices. Yeah, and with that, uh, stay safe and all governments are evil. God bless you. <laughs>